<laughs> See, here I'm now by myself, uh, uh, talking to myself. That's that's chaos. Dude. Welcome to Conversation on Tap, an exciting podcast that seeks to promote intelligent dialogue in an age of echo chambers and self-segregation. Pull up a stool and pour a glass of tasty beer and join us on this day as I discuss all the topics that you were told not to discuss in Polite Company. My name is Jose, and I am joined by no one. In order for me to get an episode out, I am just going to uh, talk to uh, myself, the least interesting person I know. Well, the least interesting person on this podcast, anyway. (laughs) So, for this week's topic, uh, the apparent conversion of Kanye West. But before I dive into that topic, I want to just mention that I am drinking a delicious Easy Jack IPA. Loving the IPAs. My uncle, uh, Ernie, who was on this podcast uh, in the last episode or so, he brought over some beer and left it behind. So I am reaping and or drinking all the benefits. So this Easy Jack is delicious, and it's an Easy Jack meant for me. Easy Jose. Ah, Hits the spot. So it's been really interesting for me to watch um, as Christians, both evangelical, Protestant, non-denominational, Catholic, across the board, particularly of the conservative brand, embrace Kanye West, someone who in the past they wouldn't have looked twice at, someone whose uh, lifestyle, perhaps music, they would have rebuffed. And here they are, welcoming him with open arms. I feel like there's a bit of celebrity culture going on um, behind this, kind of looking at Kanye as a as a potential leader in uh, Christianity in this country today. And maybe they're looking at him as someone that could potentially be um, used to uh, maybe attract a younger generation uh, to Christianity, a generation that's falling increasingly away from Christianity, though um, evidence is suggesting they're nonetheless spiritual, but not religious. A phrase that blows my freaking mind. So I just kind of want to take a little walk down memory lane, and perhaps you'll stroll with me here, but is it my imagination, or was our collective first memory of Kanye West that moment when he's standing beside uh, Michael Myers for a Hurricane Katrina charity event, saying, George Bush doesn't care about black people. Wow. That was shocking uh, when he said that. Um, true, as it might have been, but shocking. And you can see the look on Michael Myers' face um, when he said that as well. I keep calling him Michael Myers. Mike Myers. Not the murderer, the Wayne's World guy, right? And since then, his career has taken a series of bizarre twists and turns from stealing the stage from Taylor Swift. I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. One of the best videos of all time. To marrying the talentless Kim Kardashian. It's been a 
really hard. All week, we've just been crying and crying and posing and crying. Having multiple strangely named children uh, with her to befriending Trump. Just friends, just friends, and he's uh, a good man. Doing well. Long time. We've been friends for a long time. And blaming slavery on blacks while wearing a mega hat. When you hear about slavery for 400 years, for 400 years, that sounds like a choice. <laughs> like, you was there for 400 years and it's all of y'all? You know, like, it's like we're, we're mentally in prison. I like the word prison because slavery goes too, too direct to the uh, idea of blacks. It's like slavery, Holocaust, Holocaust Jews, uh, slavery is blacks. To recently having an opioid-fueled mental breakdown. Um, so Kanye West has sort of become synonymous with strange, egotistical, narcissistic behavior. Um, not necessarily behavior one would associate with a, um, well, one would hope with a practicing uh, Christian. But nonetheless, there it is. Um, to that end, notice, you know, he kind of refers to himself as a god. He'll, um, you know, praise himself lavishly. Uh, he was even on the cover of Rolling Stones in a, in a kind of Jesus-like um, image, right, with the crown of thorns on top of his head and bleeding and looking very um, messianic, if you will. So here is someone whose entire life and career is very much focused on himself, very much focused on promoting his own iconography, if you will. So for him to now be hailed by conservative Christians as a sort of beacon for Christianity is really quite bizarre. But let me just briefly give you a rundown of his antics of late. So this whole thing began, I believe, at the beginning of 2019, when he launched a series of what are called pop-up church services. He would go to places and um, be joined by a very small group of people to sort of listen to his um, Christian-themed music and have these, I guess, heightened subjective emotional experiences um, which he provided. And this was then followed up by a tweet by his wife, Kim Kardashian, on her Twitter on August 29th. Um, and she basically announced that uh, Kanye was releasing um, a new album called Jesus is King. And she said, stay tuned, it's coming, right? And then that date came, and then there was no album. And then another date. And uh, eventually, the album did come. So meanwhile, these pop-up uh, church services have continued throughout the year. Uh, Kim Kardashian, famous for getting on her knees uh, with Ray J, insisted to Jimmy Kimmel that there was no praying, you know, no sermon, just the rush of emotion. There's actually, there's no praying, there's no, no praying. sermon, there's no word, it's just music and it's just a feeling. As Kanye performed, though her sister Courtney. Um, did add that this was a Christian sort of uh, event. Oh, it's I... Christian. And and these are also events with lots of celebrities who show up 
Apparently, D-Nex has been there, Katy Perry, right? But recently, he kind of uh, took social media by storm by having one of his pop-up services um, at a prison with inmates. Um, as I mentioned, his album did drop. It dropped on October 24th, and he titled it Jesus is King. And according to Kanye, he is done with secular music. No more music about the cars, the money, the women, etc. Right? Ostensibly, no more songs about how wonderful Kanye is, but we'll see. But he has promised that he is going to be moving forward with music that's Christian-based, right? And in this album, Jesus is King, um, there are some indications that he's seeking redemption. In this album, he has kind of two uh, currents, two thematic currents. One, he kind of anticipates uh, Christian criticism by folks like myself um, by casting himself as a prophet, kind of a messianic figure. In one of his songs called Hands On, Kanye raps, What have you been hearing from the Christians? They'd be the first one to judge me. Make it feel like nobody loved me. They'd be the first one to judge me. Feeling like nobody loved me. Kind of stressing the Christian purity theme, right, which I guess is a new shtick for him. He's imploring women, girls, teenage girls, to be more traditional, to stop with the selfies, pray with their families. So in the song, Closed on Sundays, Kanye raps. You my Chick-fil-A, hold the selfies, put the grandma away, get your family, y'all hold hands and pray. The other current is that Kanye is embracing um, kind of an egotistical prosperity gospel, one that's quite heretical. It's a heretical theology, basically, which we've discussed, that teaches its followers that God wants them to be wealthy and healthy. And the implication is that the richer you are, the more God loves you and favors you. So Kanye, who is, I'm supposing, healthy and fabulously wealthy, is conveying the message that God loves him. More than anyone, right? And so to continue to build up his um, wealth and, I guess, favor, Kanye has been selling expensive merchandise um, for his Jesus is King album, such as $50 socks, $60 t-shirts, and $170 sweatshirts. He also recently stated that he would prefer that all of us call him the Christian genius billionaire Kanye West, as a reminder to everyone that he is ridiculously rich, that he's a billionaire, rich enough, in other words, so rich, that God loves him more than he loves, well, you or me. Um, but in his words, he wants to highlight how God is, quote-unquote, showing off his favor for Kanye by flaunting his wealth. And what better place to do that than to join Joel Osteen, the epitome of a wolf in sheep's clothing, for a Sunday pop-up service. And at the event, Kanye told the audience that Kanye himself was the greatest artist God had ever created. 
the greatest artist that God has ever exist, uh, created is now working for him. <laughs> so clearly Kanye has gone through a repentance, a total transformation of the heart and mind, right? Humble spiritual awakening. And he just wants to let you know that he's gone through that process by reminding us that God has not created as good of an artist as Kanye ever. Mind you, this is after his apparent conversion, not before. So in addition to his problematic embrace of the prosperity gospel, there's also the problematic embrace of Trump and his style of politics. So famously, Kanye um, met Trump at Trump Tower. Um, he's been wearing the MAGA hat. Kanye has even gone so far as to say to critics of uh, his wearing the hat, uh, saying, I'm being me, I'm punk, I can wear whatever I want, because I'm a god. I'm a god, says the person who was supposed to believe in one god, right? Well, um, I thought there was only one god. Christianity is a monotheistic religion, and I don't think the Trinity, the Holy Trinity, includes Kanye. So in addition to that, he's kind of mirroring Trump in his embrace of the prosperity gospel, embracing um, kind of this narcissistic um, point of view. And so I guess Kanye sees himself in Trump because he's called Trump a brother. He said they both share kind of a dragon energy, quote-unquote, you know, whatever the hell that is. And Kanye has voiced Trump's white supremacist rhetoric, which is insane, by saying such absurd things as black people wanted to be slaves, that slavery was a choice. He's also uh, been affiliated with a conservative black woman pushing for a quote-unquote Blexit, which is an exit of black voters from the Democratic Party. Bro, we brainwashed out here, bro. Come on, man, this is a free man talking. Democrats had us voting Democrats for food stamps for years, bro. <laughs> you know, it's quite insulting, and Trevor Noah of The Daily Show shot back, saying. But this is what I don't like, is when Kanye West and people like him will say, black people in America have been brainwashed. They've been brainwashed into voting for the Democrats, believing that they're victims. But we're not victims. We can vote Republican. We can do whatever we want. Then I'm like, okay, let me get this straight. So you're saying every black person in America is brainwashed. <laughs> like, that's basically what you're saying, that, that 70, 80% of black people, 90% who are voting... Democrat, they're brainwashed. So you're saying you're the only person who's enlightened. <laughs> and all these black people are just stupidly following this Democrat victim. What, what is more likely? What is more likely? The fact that these people are brainwashed or the fact that in America, you have to vote for the system that gives you the best chance. You only have two choices. And that does make it weird, but you only have two choices. And if you're a black person, you go, well, I'm gonna vote for the choice that gives me the best chance of success. And then on SNL, off air, thank God, um, a Kanye, a mega hat wearing Kanye, uh, delivered a pro-Trump rant, which Chris Rock uh, ended up recording and sharing. I think he was on Instagram. But in the rant, Kanye defended Trump against accusations of racism. Right? Well, the audience and Chris Rock, you know, laughed and booed. You see, they laughing at me. You heard him scream at me. <laughs> Remember, this is the guy, Kanye West, who once said President Bush didn't care about black people. 
I think it's safe to say that many black people in this country probably don't think Kanye West cares about black people anymore. I mean, we can't look into the heart of any man or woman. So it might very well be uh, the case that Kanye has had a religious conversion, right? But we can look at one's actions and words. And uh, from that vantage point, it becomes clear uh, that Kanye's conversion is less about Jesus Christ, the king of the universe, right? And more about Kanye West, a self-described god and the greatest artist ever created by Big G God. Kanye even recently stood in front of a crowd and said that he was there to spread the gospel, right? Not to entertain, but spread the gospel. I think we have to ask the question, whose gospel? The gospel of Kanye West? The gospel of Trump? The gospel of Joel Osteen, which is the prosperity gospel, heretical? Or the gospel of Jesus Christ? So we don't know. We can speculate. I'm speculating. God, as Pope Francis has said, is the God of surprises. So who actually knows what's in store for Kanye? It may very well be that he is starting down the path of conversion, growing in holiness, growing in wisdom, love, faith, etc. I am personally doubtful. Right? It might be that Kanye, however, is sowing the seeds of the gospel, whichever one that might be, among audiences otherwise not evangelized, otherwise not familiar with um, Jesus, the Christ. So that might actually have a more longer-lasting impact. But the danger there is that if Kanye falls off the Christian wagon, he might encourage some of his fledgling Christian followers to abandon the faith, meaning the center of their worship was never the God of Abraham, but the God of Kanye. In other words, Kanye himself. And all we can do is pray for Kanye, for his family, right? And pray that he does have a genuine uh, conversion, that uh, he does come to know Christ. But, uh, man, if he's going to continually be buddy-buddy with Trump, Osteen, and flaunt his wealth and promote the prosperity gospel, you know, that is not the gospel of Christ, right? That's a false gospel. The gospel of Christ is all about love, which is self-sacrifice, self-giving, humility, and obedience. And those are words that are not in Kanye West's regular vocabulary. So we shall pray for him, keep him in our thoughts, but um, don't go following Kanye or holding him up as some kind of leader or, you know, portraying him as the ideal Christian. He's not. Stay tuned. It remains to be seen how this will play out. But anyway, that's the end of my rant. Um, I hope I hope that you had a blessed and wonderful Thanksgiving with your family. You had lots of uh, delicious turkey and pumpkin pie or apple pie or whatever uh, you guys had. So that's all for this week, and thank you so much for joining me on my humble little podcast on this wonderful, chilly afternoon. Um, You could do us a huge favor by subscribing to our show wherever you listen to podcasts such as Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, or iTunes. 
please be sure to rate our show, especially on iTunes. Leave a review. Your rating will help others find the show. And be sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram at Conversation on Tap. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Now, there have been malicious rumors started at this elementary school that my beautiful fiancé is a hobbit. That is not funny, and it is not true.